Hey everyone and welcome back to the It's Good to Talk podcast. I am here this week with um, the Twitch channel Modern Poet with Fakie and Mr P. So we're going to be talking this week, going on from a previous week when we talked about sexuality and society, talking more on the idea of uh, trans relationships and uh, transition itself and everything around that. As I said in the previous uh, podcast, I am basically an idiot on this one. I come from the idea that I don't know a lot. I know enough, but I don't know much more. So unlike a lot of these subjects where I try and push some ideas that I might have or some education I might have in the subject, this one I'm very much on the back foot. So if you don't hear me as much as you would do normally, that's why I am actually not going to be as uh, sweary and getting my point across as normal. So um, how are you both? We're good. How are you? Sorry, he's killing the space heater. Got really hot, really hot really fast. We're good. How are you? Thank you so much for having us. It means a lot. Thank you. It does. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I came across you um, from somebody else on Twitch. So for anyone that's wondering, um, all three of us stream on, on Twitch and the details for the channels will be below as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I came across you on somebody else's podcast and just thought, actually, it was actually during the, the their podcast with I just went, yep. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, no. Let's 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 see if they'll they'll, they'll come on mine. So um, you got to you got to try when with these things. So um, you got to shoot your shot. It took us yeah. a total of maybe two minutes to say yeah. Yeah, yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I I think I was because I was quite active in the chat as well. So um, as I said in in the intro there, um, what a short intro it was. Um, basically, the idea, and we've had a little chat before ha before the start of recording that um, I tend to. Not that often. However, the last time I did um, the podcast with sexuality and everything, I tripped up on things like pronouns, on how to, how to address someone. And um, as you said um, beforehand, it's for, for you, it's more on intent. But I know that there's obviously issues that some people have around that. And I'm just wondering, one, do you come across it much? How kind of angry does it make you? And just, yeah, just, just everything around that, basically. Do it. Um, I come across it. Um, I I do come across it in my personal life in the sense that uh, when I was talking to you about intent, it was because that happens to me. Um, my mother is uses them as weapons, so she does it intentionally and with malice, right? Um, to be hurtful and because she feels that I've slighted her. And she wishes that I had, in her words, why couldn't I have waited till she died to do this? But then the rest of the time she acts supportive. It's very flip-flop. It is very yeah. tense. Um, so she sort of, she lacks the courage of her conviction. So the, so the way she hurts at me about it is to accidentally, accidentally, big air quotes, uh, use the wrong pronouns. Right. I want to say, though, that that's I've been very fortunate to have very supportive people in my life. I've had a very supportive spouse, uh, my siblings and their spouses and my nephews were very supportive. Mm. Um, so I've been very, very, very lucky uh, in that regard. But there is that I do. I, so I have come across it as the, as the short answer. And that long answer is what I just kind of. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for you, that's why you, you've kind of separated because you've seen the weaponized version and you can see when someone's not. And I can absolutely see he supports me. And they, they had happened to him the other day. And it was you from and again, I, I don't want to I don't speak for the trans community. No. If you're hurt, it doesn't matter what the you know intent was. You're hurt. Right. Yeah. I yeah. no one gets to tell you you're not hurt. Mm. This is a very personal 
cultivated point of view from my own personal experiences. So it's just me speaking here. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was just like, I was just like, hey, come on now, six years. But it, I never felt for one second like, no, it doesn't. I, it never felt like anything other than an accident. It did hurt a little bit, mm. but it wasn't. It was a completely different kind of hurt. And like we were saying earlier to you, it, it, if you've known someone who's transitioning long before they transition, half of your mental state has them as their own pro, old pronouns because that's what you've used. So you got to care enough to try to adjust it. Then he does. And it takes time. It takes a long time. Like, like he said, I screwed up yesterday on stream. Yeah. Because we were doing a, we were talking back to the past. We were talking about the past in my nuclear family and that kind of thing. And so you have all these memories, right? Yeah. So, and so I understood it in that context. I wish I hadn't, you know, it still hurts, but it hurts in a far different. And for me, I don't want to say more palatable. It's never palatable, but I guess understandable. understandable. More, un, a more understandable, yeah. a far more, you know, understandable way. It's like if somebody, it, uh, it's is a terrible analogy. Someone can make though, but if somebody intentionally hits me with their car, or somebody was genuinely, you know, there's a genuine car accident. Yeah, you yeah. still get hurt. Yeah, you know what I mean, but. It's far, far different, you know. I and I know that's a terrible analogy, but it's all I can think of. No, I, don't, I mean, I do get, I do get what you mean there as well. And I think it's, it's that thing of nuance, isn't it? That that we we lose a lot nowadays in this idea of no, that's that's just it. It's like, well, no, there's there's a, there's often a lot more to the story. Um, I try than, very hard to take each situation on on, on its own merits. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I think I think that can be that can be important. But as you say, it's it is down to the individual. I'm, you know, I'm not of that community so i'm i i will i'm sure at some point in the future fuck it up again and i think it's important that people should tell me off if i fuck it up i said this before is that don't i don't think people i, I realize that um i'm almost speaking um, uh, on the trans community there because they it should be their choice as to whether they tell someone off however my my viewpoint is more that it seems like if you're not telling them off and just kind of, oh, it's okay, that's reinforcing probably some some issues that you had about first realising who you were possibly in the first place. Not always, I'm sure, and I'm sure there's a lot more to it. Again, there needs to be nuance on that, but it's 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 that reinforcement of trying to make, um, it's trying to make the rest of society comfortable when your entire life was spent being uncomfortable and that was the result of them in the first place <laughs> yeah well there's a lot packed in there yeah. um one i think it, the way that people you know react to pronouns may have to do with where their own comfort level and their own acceptance and by the way it doesn't have to by the way you can just be offended because people didn't respect your pronouns and that's perfectly fucking reasonable yeah. by the way i just want to say that but i'm sure that there are some people for whom it's hurtful and I for the and, and I think I'm speaking because in the early part it was for me. It's not that I didn't know because I I knew once I knew I knew, you know what I mean. But it was more like I'm I was so happy to be who I finally want was after all these years. And every time somebody would say it like that, it was like reopening a like you know what I mean. It for, so in my case it wasn't you didn't make you're making me question it. It was more, I have no questions on planet Earth. Please don't drag me back to this traumatic point in my life. Yeah. Um, you know, and I'm sure other people who perfectly are, are 
they are trans, believe me, before I say, you know, um, but they're in a place where they don't have a lot of support and somebody misgendering them can make them question themselves wrongfully. Yeah. Right. But still, you know, we've all questioned ourselves wrongfully. You know what I mean? So I don't want it to be heard that way. You know what I mean? So, so, but. And like I was saying to you before on the stream, before the stream, uh, if someone says to you, ah, that's okay, don't worry about it, you don't put it in your subconscious to try to correct it. I made that mistake with my parents, I think. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. I, I made that mistake because I was trying, I had just come out of therapy. I was trying to, um, I've had a complicated relationship with my parents. They have, you know, I don't want to go too far down a rabbit hole with my family, but I was trying to just be, you know, kind uh, the way i would say it is like i was trying to reinforce the positive behavior kind of like a dog okay whereas so, i was on the opposite end of the spectrum going look he's happy when i don't even know how to say this without coming out negative and, and i apologize if i did he's happy she wasn't call the right goddamn pronoun mm-hmm. acknowledge him as him he's happy and this is me, by the way. It's not just a matter of me yeah. being happy. This is me. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so. And it, it's, it, it worked with your father a little. It did work with my father more than my mother. Yeah. But I was, I was too giving in the beginning, I think. It's, I think, for me, the, the worry um, always comes if, if I'm the one that misgenders someone. I don't know if this is the case for everybody else. But, um, I mean, anybody, that, even if people don't know me, you can see me on stream. I'm a big guy. And I think what can be intimidating is, I mean, for anyone watching, I am the poster or listening, can watching, you can see, um, I am the poster boy for um, toxic masculinity. Although I don't encourage it and I'm willfully against it, I have benefited from it. I am um, white cis male from the southeast of England. I, I speak um, a near to receive pronunciation. I am the result of toxic masculinity and I'm six foot two broad shoulders, uh, broad shouldered former um, tournament fighter. If I misgender you, there is the possibility that you may not want to correct me because you're intimidated by it. And I think that's where my point oh, yeah. comes across is that oh. I go, please do correct me. Like, I don't want you to, go, I don't want you to not correct me because you think, oh, well, um, you might get aggressive because I, I know that that might be a worry for some people because you know, oh, there's yeah, always I, this I, idea that, that someone that looks like me is, is the person that's going to that's gonna be the arsehole. And I don't want that to be. And I think that's why I, I always try and make sure of someone and go, no, really, if you want, if you need to correct me, please correct me because I shouldn't make the mistake in the first place, if that makes sense. Well, there's also a genuine fear of correcting you. Yes. Yeah. It's a reasonable, 100% reasonable fear. There are people around the world being killed for saying... Exactly. Yeah. Simple little things like call me they, it, he, she, doesn't matter. People get killed for that. Yeah. And that genuine fear takes a lot to overcome. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It comes down to so many different things, where you are in the world, what what community you are in within, within a specific country, all sorts of different things. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's it's just trying to move it forward because if we can't do the little steps, then society as a whole won't change in any way. It will just go round and round in circles and we'll just hit the same space as we did years ago. 
Um, but that, yeah, that, again, well, that's, that's me speaking from the outside. So No, like, I get it, but I understand what he's saying. I'm fortunate. Like, I have this real... I'm not tough before I say this, but I have this real, like, I don't give a fuck, like, attitude. I don't know. It's gotten me into a lot of trouble. Yeah, I call it the zero fucks giving. Yeah, and the thing is, like, the, like it, it, the reason the, the question flew over my head at first is because it that, that that realm of thinking doesn't occur to me. Mm. Uh, not because I ever thought, like, if you and I ever got into a, like, situation, now I have a disease like MS now, so obviously it would be very one-sided. But spoilers, it would have been one-sided before it got sick. <laughs> All right, like I'm not, I can't fight, like I'm not, like nothing like that. Like, but that's why you kept me around (laughs) (laughs) a little bit of a bullet sponge. But yeah, I just, you know, I if I'm gonna, I'm gonna correct someone's pronouns if I fucking feel like correcting someone's pronouns. And later I might, you know, there's there's awful situations where people regret it, but he's absolutely right. And that people have been, you know, there's a real danger. I did say to my mother, you want to misgender me in public, you're putting me into serious danger. We, we live in a very, um, because I go to, like, I'm at a restaurant, right? You call me she, now I have to go use the men's room. Yeah. I guess danger, I can get real dangerous real fast. Uh, how would you call our community? What? Here, that we live in, not, not online. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> liberal no don't do that no i don't want to go down that right we we live in a very picky community and we didn't give a fuck but Mm. i could see where someone who does would be very intimidated yeah we what he's trying to say is we live in a very liberal state okay if you want to talk america i don't want to get to please don't comment in the comments i'm wrong or whatever generic oh commenters fuck off Um, whatever (laughs) Uh, i live in a state that is historically very very liberal but i happen to live in a a part of it that is very very conservative it's sort of the uh the whole, you know, how Austin is sort of the liberal part of Texas and the rest of it's, I, I'm in the reverse situation. Right. So, but we, you know, we just, it didn't even occur, like, you know, but there are situations that have been happening and that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's, and it's, it is difficult. Like you say, it is, it is very difficult. Um, and I, I realize for anyone listening and anyone watching right now, you're, you're probably wondering, um, why the hell did you start on that and not everything else? We, we are going to go back in a second. I just thought it was important to talk about that because one, we kind of had the conversation and it's something that I'd talked about in the last one that I felt was it was important because I literally did it in the talk with you beforehand. I was trying to explain my issue and did it again, not to not to, to you, but about when I was trying to explain, I, I misgendered someone when I was talking about it. I misgendered a friend last week, if that yeah. helps any. It's just, and, and, and I'm transgender. I, yeah, yeah. So, some of your part is also what I was saying. Some of my problems were in picking up the correct pronouns and everything. Mm. You knew the person you were talking about a long time. Yeah. It gets stuck in your head, and you gotta you got to get rid of that subconscious thought and put in the new one. And... Yeah. And it's a testament to how much he supported me, the effort that he's put into it. Because I can count the amount of times I've been misgendered in the last six but, but years. But like I told him, saying, oh, it's that, it's okay. Well, okay, now my subconscious isn't replacing it. Yeah, I think that is, it does become that, doesn't it? I mean, I, 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 I've, I've spoken to somebody about this before, and I think you're right in the terms of how much you've known someone. So I know someone through a local university who I knew for 
six, seven months. Um, that by, was far easier. Their, by their dead I name, yeah. I cannot remember their dead name. Yeah, <laughs> I have no fucking idea what it was. I, I mean, I don't care. But I, I actually, I was having a discussion with someone about the the pronouns and just went, oh, and then immediately realized I had no idea what their dead name was. It, That's it like anything there. else. The longer and, you do something, the more habitualized it becomes. Yeah, yeah it's 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 just and. It's, I don't need to know. I think that's the thing as well. And I, I mean, that's my general point on, on a lot of things around um, yeah. trans as well for anybody being a dick out there is you don't fucking need to know. You're not getting anywhere near them. Um, like it's not, it's not your fucking problem basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've had, a, I've gotten some bullshit from work. I won't lie from certain people. Yes. But it's now to the point where I don't think anyone at work knows his dead name. Mm. No, I don't think a single person. It's great. And they all know he's he. Mm. It's not even a brought up thing. And that's what they go with. In our case, time helps. Whereas if I was at my older job, everybody knew the dead name, knew. Yep. It was yeah. tough. Him, not meaning to be offensive, nope. but him as her. Mm. And that's what they used. And it was extremely hard, me trying to correct them. And I'll be honest, some people gave me crap for it. Yeah. But facts, fact, you either respect them or you don't. You, you learn to try to convert or you don't. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's, that's important. I think, you know, trying the, the show of actually fucking trying is, is a big thing. And again, I'm talking from the outside, but it's from what I can see from the reaction I've had from people is, the, the biggest thing, and especially in any mental health issues that I have, is the biggest thing for me, separately, um, is somebody tries to understand who I am. Yeah. And yes. so, um, by the way, when I say that, I'd like to point out that I'm not saying that um, being trans is a mental health issue. I'm no, merely, I, I, no, I'm merely, I no, I, I mean for the audience as well. Is oh, that, okay. But it is also part, um, but it is part of my identity, and it can be part of people's identity, the same as your yep. gender is part of your identity, which is what one point my point was before someone wants to be an asshole in comments. Um, you know, it's, it's something that is part of you and part of your identity. I, um, I think it's important that you just see someone trying. Um, yes. And it's, yeah. you know, uh, that's the thing, like just fucking try. Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what, in I my mean, case, you know, that makes it, I, I can encourage that. Mm. Okay. I can work with this. Like, I don't know. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, you know. people aren't trying to be dicks. So I mean, we'll we'll kind of not go back, but um, because we started on a separate thing. But um, so do, would you like to kind of tell everybody your story, basically? Because we obviously started off on a pronoun, which seems I'm sure for anybody that's got this far in and gone, what the fuck is going on? Is probably going. Well, wait a minute, what you're doing now? But as I say, I thought I thought it was important to kind of talk about first. But would you like to kind of explain you? and kind of say um, your story and, and both of your stories together as well. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, if you want my story as far as being trans. Yeah. So we're trans and also um, for the two of you as a, as, as um, a relationship with that um, transition and, and kind of understanding your own sexuality and everything around that, because it's not, it's, I think there's, there's a really wide story there because it's not just the story just of transitioning the story of and the transition. trans, it's everything around it because obviously there's a lot of bullshit that goes on online about people going, well, oh, would you date this person? And people just not understanding, I think, 
the, the idea of a person is a fucking person. And so I think that's probably important with the story as well. I actually, I, I mean, I, people, I, I would think that's a more important story told from his perspective. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, to be however honest. you want to talk about it. Well, you know? <laughs> from my perspective, like, I, I, I think here's something I, I that helped before he did. Let me be clear. You never said a word to me. Yes, I did. <laughs> I've talked. I've had many discussions on all different things with you. You never once told me. I think you're transgender. Not no, but I've told ever. you that you're more masculine in certain as aspects. Yeah, I've told you that you act more like this. It's like it's part of the transition in. Uh, okay, fine. But a lot of people have told me that, so I don't know. But I get what you're saying. Um, I guess part of I'll just all right. I'll tell you real quick what happened to me. I if you don't, uh, I'm transgender. I think maybe you extrapolated that from the conversation. <laughs> But uh, I'm a transgender man. Well, I'm actually, I'm technically transmasculine, which is a non-binary kind of transgender. But okay. uh, the way I would phrase it is if you put gender on a spectrum and you have male here and you would have female here, I am about, I am about here. So not okay. quite right at the end, but pretty damn close to just male. Um, but I still have other you know moments and that kind of thing. Mm. But um, so... But I was not someone, I didn't transition until I was 34. Um, yeah, 34. I had to think about that. I had to think about it. Uh, until I was about 34. Um, there had been signs in my life when I was a kid, a real young kid, first grade, second grade, I would get in trouble for stealing my older brother's clothes and sneaking them to school, um, that kind of thing. Um, mm. Just kind of you know, and I always knew, um, as far as other sexuality goes, that I was, you know, like something was like, I was attracted, to, yeah, I was attracted to boys, but I was also attracted to girls, and, uh, you know, so that actually ended up help, I think maybe helping later on when I started transitioning, because from my perspective, from a sexuality point, it was, one, I would have been with him if he was man, woman, you know, yeah. you know non-binary, it, it's just him, he's the other half. Yeah. But even if it, you know, if I was already with like, you know, attracted to people of other, you know, of, you know, bisexual. So it didn't really, for, for me, it didn't matter. And he's, you know, like that too. So it did, I don't know, you can talk to yourself. I, but. I've always been, and this is even when I was young, when I was a kid, I am me. You are you. I don't put labels on stuff because... Not, not to say labels are bad. That doesn't go with our entire conversation we just had. No, no, we're not. <laughs> they're, you know. But I don't go. We neither one of us really. You're a male. You're a female. You should <laughs> like boys. You should like girls. You have to follow this. You have to follow. I've always believed I'm me. Mm. I'm artsy. I do crafts. I go out and I do the heavy moving and the heavy lifting. We've both I'm always me. been like that. So yeah. yeah it's... So when, when Fakey actually came to me with this. That, that he wanted to transition i was just like okay yeah you're still the person so i don't you're you i'm me yeah that's the you you want to be be it yeah i i really don't even try to i've been a bit more vocal about being trans lately mm -hmm. um before i really it, it's it's a hard balance because and I think we've taken your question and gone way off the rails, but oh, like I said before, oh, yeah, I think we've gone for way me off a the rails. For here. me, a podcast should be that someone in the corner of a pub is listening in, so that's absolutely fine. It's, whatever yeah, we've, it's been very stream of consciousness, <laughs> which is good. It's not scripted, I can tell you that. So, but oh shit, what was I saying? 
You were talking about transition. Okay, I know. And what I was, was saying, the last uh, word I just said? Me and you was you, and you said it's like, and I don't know no, where you were going because no. you, you went on. I have really short I have memory loss issues, so forgive me. So you shouldn't have gone with the no, apology. No, I shouldn't you have gone with just gotten the statement out, but that's okay. Well, I'm sorry for interrupting. <laughs> no, no, it was me. I was. I, I always do that on stream too. Oh, oh, oh! I remember now. Thank you. That the stream reminded me. Thanks, chat. So, I. It's a line for me. I don't want to be. I welcome my stream. I'm transgender, and then eight other reasons that you should be here. Right. First of all, I'm not the main streamer. He is. Let's just be clear. Like. I'm just the one talking more because I happen to be the one who's trans, like in this particular yeah. conversation. So, but it's, I, I just want to be a person who's mm -hmm. trans. But on the other side of it, I've had numerous people come to me and say, thank you for being like, when you talk, when you talk on stream about being trans, thank you for doing it because it means a lot to see a trans person who's happy. Not to say trans people are unhappy. I don't say that. I'm saying there are some, in specific to our community, mm. we have had some people come in and say to me, it means so much to me to see you happy, you know, and transitioning, just living a normal, you know, life. Not that... I feel like I'm sticking my foot in my mouth. Not that being trans well, is abnormal. It's, it's, this is your experience. It's, it's it kind of goes back to what I was saying. Do you want him happy or do you want him unhappy? Living the life he wants to live and being happy. It's given. Or not in living the life you want him to live and being unhappy. It's given other trans people who don't have, who aren't as lucky as me and have a supportive spouse and have and are really struggling. Mm. A way, a reason, to way to be like it does. It doesn't have to be. It's gonna. It can be great. It can be great. You can be your authentic self, and it can be happy. And I've been getting those messages, and that's the reason that I've sort of been more vocal lately about being trans. But I still don't want it just you to look at me and go, "Oh, there's the trans guy." You know what I mean? I'd like yeah. to be the guy who's just happens to be trans. Yeah. It's 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 difficult because I mean, I've I, I mentioned this in the, the podcast on sexuality recently as well. Is I always find it weird the idea of um, of coming out or saying anything to anybody because, or you Same. know, I'm I'm trans or I'm I'm or in in normal sexual normal sexuality. You know what I mean? In, in, if, if you're bi or you're gay, who the fuck cares? It's I never came out to my family about my sexuality. Neither one of us did. No. We're very much, we're and, us. We don't give a honestly, we don't I, need, I don't even, need your permission. I've even said yeah. this on stream. It, it's none of your business what's going on. In our bedroom. In our or, bedroom, yeah. because that's in between me yeah. and him. And the only reason that I came out about being trans was because I was going to physically look different. Right. Yeah. So, like, if that, if I could have avoided it at all possible costs, the, the only I would have. <laughs> the yeah. only benefit I saw out of kind of you approaching people and telling them you're transitioning, yeah, is you got the support from like your brother, your your oh yeah, uh, your nephews, yep, who now called you uncle, him. Oh no, there's never been any name. bullshit. They like don't that. even. They, they slip up less than I do. They really do. Like, <laughs> you know, I guess so I've been, as much as I say, yes, my mother weaponizes pronouns. Believe me when I tell you, I am aware that I have one of, 
I am an incredibly lucky. I'm, God, am I lucky? You yeah, on no the flip idea. side, you have if, if she's weaponizing them, you have people, people who are who using, are them, using to them to empower. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yes, it's really well put. And I honestly think that was when you first started transitioning. That was one of your most empowering things. Is when our sister-in-law took you shopping. Yep. And mm. did it for the right reason. Yeah. It wasn't okay. I'm going to take you shopping to make sure you still buy girly clothes no, was, i'm making sure you're getting clothes that, that you're you want to wear yeah you want to wear you can be your start your new life in yeah. yeah so don't like i've been very fortunate you know i have my issue you know what i mean but it, it, you know that's also you know deep-seated from its own other issues and right you know and my mother's own issues so mm. uh, so like the you know i've 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 had some transphobia but i've been overwhelmingly lucky the yeah. hard part for me was knowing that he was going to get shit from people. Yeah. That was tough for me, honestly. That was harder for me than me getting shit from people. Um, well, it's, it's like any relationship, isn't it? You know, you, you're going to, you, you, you care more what happens to I put, you, you can, know, I would you, I put way more yes. thought into that than I ever did. You put myself. way more thought into that than I do because I don't give a fuck what people think of me. I mean, now everybody, you know, he doesn't work with that many people anyway, but it's been, Time, time helps. First of all, if you, I, I just want to say, if you're a trans person out there, it, time helps, or it has in my case. Okay, I'm just, again, I shouldn't speak for people. I'm, I'm in this weird boat of wanting to give people hope and then not wanting to make blanket statements. It's if very you, weird. It's the one thing I would say, it's if you're if you're weird. on here, you've you've already said that you're not speaking. You're speaking from personal experience. If you're on this. Talk how you want to. Please don't feel you have to okay, cover yeah. while you're saying things. And provide. Oh. All right, I won't. I'm constantly shit, wanting to provide. Shit can come back on me. Right? I am happy for it. Don't worry. <laughs> I just, you know, first of all, can I? Am I allowed to say? I hope I'm allowed to say this. Our DMs are open to anybody. I don't care if we know you or not. And, yes. uh, and I'm not a therapist. Let me be clear about that. But I'm. I'm just an ear to, to avoid to yell into. And believe me, that can make a difference. Just being seen. So if you're a trans person out there or whatever, and you just feel like I need to be seen and validated, our DMs are always open to people. Yeah, so the, the details will be below. Yes, so the details yeah, for that. Um, as well as that, just because it, it, it matches, as well as the details for the Twitch and so okay. that you can uh, contact. Um, there'll also be a link to the resources page of my website. If you go on there, uh, anyone that's struggling or you're worried about somebody else, um, you're concerned about someone, uh, anything like that, please go onto that resource page as well. There's a list of resources. If you're in the UK, it's a full list. It identifies which thing you might be calling about, um, whether it's PTSD, um, se uh, sexuality, anything like that. Or if you're anywhere else in the world, at the top, there's a worldwide link. Click on that. You can find the country you're in and the resources. So either, either side of that, wherever you're looking, please do check it out if you are uh, trans or, or whatever, and you just need some, some help or someone to talk to as well. So. Yeah, trans, tan, transgently, that's a new word I just invented, transgently related, tangentially related to what you said, uh, PTSD. I have, I have CPTSD, which is complex post-traumatic stress disorder, which is, to make a very long story short, when you have it from a long series of events as opposed mm. to one, you know, specific event that you, yeah. you know what I mean? So, um, what happened to me, and I'm sure other trans people can experience this, is that people tried to say, well, you're not trans. This is because of what happened to you. Yeah, you already know it, right? I saw your eye roll. 
don't listen to that. Like, oh my yeah. God. Like it's the, and that you, what, you know what that does is that hurts two different ways. Mm. It can hurt in many different ways, but the two off the top of my head is one, it makes you feel like no matter how far you've come, like your life is still going to be defined by your abuse or whatever the situation yes. was, right? Yeah. Like you're never your own person. Two, it's just factually wrong. Mm. <laughs> it's just factually wrong yeah and 100 devastating to people i'm pretty much my own person and even i was i, I that was like because i'll tell you a quick story when i decided to again come out to my family and again i did it because i, I was going to look different i never did it about my sexuality it's none of their business um but i brought my therapist with me because I knew my parents would behave themselves if I brought my therapist with me. I swear to you, that's why I brought her. That's there's no lie to that one bit. That's exactly why you brought her. The first words, as soon as I told my mother, I'm not even, I'm as God is my witness. The first words out of my mother's mouth were looked at my therapist and said, is this because she was abused as a child? I'm open about it because I want to help people. So those are the first words out of my mother's mouth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already knew the road my this whole thing was going to take with her, right? Like yeah. when that was so and my therapist immediately was like, no, this has nothing like my therapist. Well, first of all, my therapist was an angel. But mm -hmm. secondly, more to her credit, she nipped it and she tried to nip it in the bud emphatically and was repeating to my mother. No, this is who this your child is this is who mm -hmm. your child would have been without this it doesn't you know so the other thing to today yeah. that i still don't understand is the second question which is so when's chris leaving yes the, yeah, I, we get I'm that sorry question. just if he's leaving That's, we are my name's roman his name's chris we just go yeah. interchangeably you know we're not and i'm like why would i leave isn't this the time you're supposed to be closer to Together and help each other i would argue the point that we've had more people and again a personal experience i'm going to stop doing that sorry we, i would argue the point now you can correct me we've had more people be offended by our fact that we are still a, still couple, a couple than me being trans in and of itself it's more about I, that really grinds people's gears in life rather than it does him in his transition yeah. because it becomes a well, how are you accepting of this and how are you going on like life's normal? And it, the answer is because life is normal. Better. No, life's yeah. better. It's actually it's better. Way better. Yeah, it's that, way better. <laughs> it's such a weird thing because, you know, as you said um, uh, earlier on, for you, sexuality, it didn't, it wasn't around someone being male or female. It was just the person. So, yeah, exactly. we, we would have been together no matter what. Yeah. Like, and I, I've, I've literally been this way. Since I was a kid, long mm. before I met him, we I both was this have. way. Yeah, we both were. And to me, it wasn't you're you have to be this, 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 you have to fit well, these categories. It was you're you, you do these type of things, you're you, you act like that. Okay. Don't get me wrong, I understand the need for nomenclature and the understand, especially I'm someone who loves words. I understand sometimes the need to, if you don't know what's going on, you can find a book or something and go, that's what I am. Like, right? I get that. And I get that it's hugely important for people. It just never, it was never particularly how we operated. I, I guess I, I link it to a, to some music. There's country, there's rock, there's pop, there's rap. I don't give a fuck what category it's in. Do I like it or don't I? That's it. 
yeah so it's it's that kind of eclectic thing of just if it's good it's good like, yeah it's... exactly but i can see i can absolutely see where because being out for the minute my the therapist was like are you trans the minute i heard that word it clicked because I, I didn't know I was trans until we worked it out. I knew something. So I see how words are very, very helpful in this. Yeah. Uh, but it wasn't we didn't use them in our relationship. I, I think that's what helped with your transition is you're with someone who doesn't use labels much. I don't. Yeah, neither one of us really do. And, I, and again, like even when I, I don't think of my, like I don't wake up in the morning and go, oh yeah, I'm transgender. Like no, I, I, I don't yeah. do that. I just when, don't. When he was transitioning, we went in a lot of the websites. Yeah. The community yeah. websites, and the very first one I went to was so toxic on me because I didn't use labels, and how I didn't fit any label that they wanted me to, and I just went, wait you're coming down on me for not coming down on you yeah it's, it's like what the hell i'm me too some some and of those, some of the community that we've always had is that yeah accepting of each other no matter what i, I mean i was gonna say is because obviously the, the, even the word trans some people and again as we said before, if, if whether you want to use it or not, anyone out there, it's completely your choice. Yeah. But I know there's there's been a, a movement, at least in the UK, I, I've noticed, where people don't want to use the word trans because that allows people to try and push you into a corner. I only I only said earlier that I was um, when I was describing myself as a free toxic masculinity as cis male purely because you know you had stated as being trans uh, man, but otherwise I would have just said. Well, here's the, the nuance, right? Because yeah. these these labels, these words are helping us have this conversation, yeah. right? Yeah. Otherwise, it's 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 very dark and murky water to try to do it without it. But, but that, when you do it, it, I think the difference is doing it in your own interpersonal relationships. Hmm. I, for me, there's the nuance, right? That's, that's what I was going to say. You don't go to your girlfriend or wife or spouse and go, well, you're a cis woman. You go, you're my wife. You're my spouse. You're my husband you're you're the person you're, yeah. you're not the label as far as the i to be i'm going to be brutally honest with you we live in our own world a little bit like oh, and, I do and it's by design i try to when we're on stream in the morning that's my three or four hours a day of you matter you have worth you have value and i'm really we, we are really there for people oh yes immensely the rest of the time we're i'm reclusive i'm mostly a hermit um i like to study music theory or read or write or just do what they spend time together um there was a point to this i'm very outgoing there so i'm just the opposite this. oh i'm not aware of a lot of movements like I didn't know that there was a print. I didn't know Prince Philip was a guy until he died like three days ago. <laughs> okay. And I love history. Like, I'm sorry to everybody okay, in I the UK. Philip, I, so. I, you could just throw me under the ignorant American bus. And honestly, I belong there. But it was my point. It was just a silly example of like, I've never, I don't watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I haven't turned my TV on in five weeks. Like, sometimes I feel very guilty because Is I want to. I think they got canceled. I saw that on Twitter. If I wasn't on Twitter and Twitch, I would be under a rock somewhere. And it would, you know, I mean, it would still be 1986 in this house. Too. <laughs> it would, it's hard because I feel very guilty because I want so hard to be there for people and do other things. But 
I didn't know what I didn't I I didn't know the thing you were talking about to be honest with you. I have no idea. Um, so I can't I can't speak to any of that. And I sometimes feel like a bad trans or queer person. Does that make sense? Like I'm not doing enough. Yeah, I think it's I think I've heard it from a lot of people with with um whatever sexuality someone is that they feel a bad version of that because they don't fit the exact box that everybody else has told them they're meant to fit into. And I'm not and I and feel like I'm not being yeah. loud enough about it. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. 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 That, that's the thing is if you're not shouting about your sexuality if you're not fitting the exact thing then that's it I've, i mean it's like um I, i've heard a lot of arguments recently against um bisexual people um i've heard it from quite toxic communities like you were saying mr pete that it's toxic um communities within the community that basically have an issue with you if you have if you're a <laughs> monogamous and you're with one specific person well then you're not you're not bisexual anymore. Bisexual you're gay or gay. And it's a just big, like, big problem. The... Yeah, it's just, it's, just um, it's and it's just all those kind of things. Again, it's the same kind of things. You'll have bisexual people that go, "I now I feel like a bad person." And same yeah, because I happen to marry somebody yes, of the opposite yeah. sex. How dare I? And I won't lie. Until I actually had time to go through my brain on it, mm. I was turned off because of that community. Mm. I was I was so turned off over being put down in told that I don't fit that I was like well you want me to fit into exactly what you want the same way they want you to fit in exactly the way they want mm. who's neither one of you are right yeah yeah it's 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 very strange it, the, the problem is is that I think we try and <laughs> because the whole thing I think from every side is the idea of making someone uncomfortable and then we end, never end up talking about anything because of it um, it's my yeah. issue. It's my issue. And making every. Ones. By the way, can I just say that you make everybody way fucking more uncomfortable? It's yeah. not talking. It's about a permanent it. state of discomfort now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's I. It's my <laughs> same issue with trigger warnings because it, it's a great way to just. It's, it's uh, if you look at sales, for instance, when you look at a salesperson. So sales, you're always taught you use open open questions, open um, statements because yeah. that in, encourages like improv. You always yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it gets someone to talk to you. It gets someone to reflect back and forth. But what we seem to want to do at the moment is go trigger warning. No, you're the bad. No, you're not doing that. And it's just going, well, how is that helping anyone? All you're doing is going, well, that's a really good way to completely separate you. My, 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 and I think I know what you're going to say, but what I would say is changing the language for me. I know we've gone a little bit off on tangent, but you know, but for me, the language on a lot of these things is to talk instead of a, a trigger or something like that is to talk about something being an open discussion because an open just dis- call it an open discussion rather than a discussion and the word open becomes the trigger warning because just by the fact that you're using something like that a different terminology that oh i don't discussion agreed it's that I kind think, of thing i think some of these words have been and phrases have been I don't know how to say it other than this, but they they're memes now. They're overkill. Yes. Does that yeah. make sense? They're yeah. memes now. Yeah. But it's the same thing with I still put positivity as a tag because I truly believe it. But I don't you don't don't think we don't know that every time I say profane positivity or whatever, there's eight out of ten people rolling their eyes because yeah, they think it's a marketing. It's kind of like that. Right? Pos- Let's be real. Positivity is a label. Got Shit, knowledge that 
you're always going to be positive. Oh, someone died. Oh, that's great. Don't worry about it. no. Well, that and there is a negative in world being positive. But there's other two. There's only there's two other options too. There's either oh well you're cringe. I imagine caring, but you're cringe, or you are faking it, mm. right? For views or whatever or analytics, whatever. I don't know how the different like I don't. Yeah, I've never been on TikTok, so I don't know how it works. But I assume it's the same thing with views and interactions and all that shit, right? Mm. It's the same as Twitter. Yeah. So, I and I think trigger warning is another one that is really because I think what's happened now is become I think things have been a little bit too codified. And if you see something that says, well, trigger warning, I think you make an assumption like, okay, well, these people, this conversation isn't going to be tolerant of anything. And it is going to be one of those gatekeeping conversations, right? That's that's kind of my my general issue with it. And I'm well aware for anyone watching that we are three white men talking about this, and there's a lot of issues oh, with that in general. But <laughs> I believe me, I'm well aware. I mean, yeah, I'm fucking painfully aware. I this happened, you know, you want to talk about if you want, I this is not, I don't know how it's related, but privilege. I just want to say this real quick. I had the cops show up at my door randomly, maybe a month and a half ago, right? And I was scared shitless. not for us. Not for us, however, it turned out to be the constable for the next door guy. But I, I made a tweet about it because I said, you know what? Was I scared? Yeah. Was I scared for my life? Not for one second. I was scared because I was in trouble. The neighbors complained, even though I'm a medical cannabis patient, but they complained about a smell of weed mm. or somehow some sort of punitive measure, right? Not for one second did I think that this cop was going to come in my house and kill me. And make let's be clear, that's because I'm white. I, I people could tell me that it's not about that, it's not about that. And uh, this one I won't make a caveat for. An awful lot of my friends would have been fucking scared then, and justifiably so. Yeah. Sorry, that was a tangent. I felt the need to go on. No, that's absolutely fine. And I think the the other thing as well is that um, I know there's there's been some con um, some concern, specifically in certain communities about identifying in certain ways towards its sexuality i mean lil nas is the obvious one um that's had so much hate and but he he he's turned it around as to be you know what if you're going to say we don't, what's going on with, so lil, lil, lil nas, rapper, right yeah, yeah yeah so lil nas <laughs> Here we um, go. <laughs> yeah no that's fine so lil yeah. nas is um yeah he's he's a musician um he's yeah, gay. okay i know that um yeah. Uh, he's gay and obviously he got a lot of oh, hate because there's been a there's been a big um and this isn't my words these are words that i've seen yeah yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that there is a, a a big issue for many reasons that um in the um african-american community um of him being back be, him being gay there's there's seemingly a cultural thing for whatever reason and so his response in his latest music video was to pole dance down a giant pole down to satan and pole dance and lap dance for satan his, his response was, fuck you to everyone, which I actually really, I think that's yeah. fucking admirable as hell. But yeah. it does it does kind of talk to the fact that we we all speak from a point of privilege that yes, we, 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 we don't necessarily, we won't necessarily at any point for whatever reason find necessarily the same hate or deal with the same issues for any different any different ways that someone from whatever other community may be whether you're you know whether you're female whether you're you're black whether you're um asian whatever it is there's there's that um so yes it's, yeah it's i mean I, think, I, I know you know yeah I, none of us are going to deal with the racism or surrounding covid right now 
Yes. Yeah. Exactly. There's there's so there's so much more of it as, as well. That, that's yeah. There's so that. much. But yeah. yeah. Um. I mean. Yeah. There's there's kind of a lot of things that are going on. There. The one thing I don't think we we necessarily talked on, although we did kind of skirt around it, was um because you transitioned. You said when you were thirty four. Yeah. So when and I don't think you. It didn't sound like you necessarily knew. But when did you realize that you were male? When did it actually, because everybody else was treating you like you weren't, when was it that you just went, oh, fuck, I'm a man? Like, it's, yeah, it's, it, I, again, it's a really complicated question to answer. And the more, actually, it's funny, keep, please add, thank you for asking me, because the more people <coughs> ask me, the more I'm sort of forced to, like, go back and kind of figure you know, it out. I'm going to be honest. I've been with him 20, what do we decide, 24 years? Well, we've been, we met 24 years ago, we've been a couple Uh, for 20. I've known him for 24 years, I'm married to him, I spend every day with him. (laughs) You spend a lot of time. And I couldn't answer that question for you. Right. The best, here's the best answer I can give you. Uh, I always knew something was off and I didn't know what, I knew I was attracted to women, uh, I tend to be more physically attracted to women. So I went through this period of time. I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm a lesbian, right? But that didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where these, to go back real quick to the labels, where the labels can be a bit helpful. Because mm-hmm. for me, it was sort They're of like different. trying on stuff and seeing what fit. Yeah. Okay, I, for a lack of a better way. So I, I do think that they're helpful for uh, for yeah. that, okay? I think mm-hmm. they're more helpful for the people than the outside people. Um and then I, what happened was I had very bad CPTSD and I had major depressive disorder. And then when I was in my early 20s, I got very, very sick. Life became about survival mode on an emotional way and on a on a, every way. So be, figuring yourself out on an identity level didn't happen for me. It wasn't even a thought mm. until I had become more stable emotionally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then once I started, once I was more stable and I didn't, I wasn't like every minute of every day, wasn't trying to figure out, out ways to not end things, honestly. And that's no hyperbole. That is every minute of every day was if he wasn't around, it's, it, this would be dead, right? This would be over. And then with, with once I've, things were started to be better, it was more like a questioning. And then I cut my hair off one day because the guy used to have very long hair and it's very snar- curly. It got snarly because my hands don't work right really anymore. And it was hard to like raise my arms. And I cut it off and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, well, well that looks right. That looks right. Mm-hmm. And that was another, that was the more recent physical cue that happened. And then the 50th anniversary of Doctor Who happened. And I cosplayed the ninth doctor with like super short hair and everything. And someone took a picture of me and I was like, in my, I was like, holy shit. That, that was the first picture I never looked at that looked, I felt like I looked like myself. Mm. And I guess talking to my therapist one day and this was back when I was a smoker and she, we were outside my apartment cause I had a hard time getting up to her, her place. So she would kind of sit in her car. I got to be a smoke, that kind of thing. And I was, we were just talking about gender and she's like, Roman, uh, at the time, so it was my old name. These days, we're like, do you have a gender? And, I, and I immediately I answered no. It just, without thinking, without anything, it was just no. And then it evolved from there into, well, I'm transgender and it, I'm non-binary. And then they ate all, that day put the, gave me the puzzle pieces and then they came together pretty fast. 
after that. And then once they came together, it was almost like, well, no shit, Sherlock. It was like the most feeling of like, I'm an idiot. Like I felt, it's literally how I felt. Like I could have done this 20 years ago, but I realized looking back that my, all of my energy and all of, it was just like in survival mode. And then once I, once life got better and I was in a much better place emotionally and a little bit physically, um, that was like, okay, well now I'm here, figure me out. And and it happened pretty fast. And I, I think because each step of the way from the very beginning, he got the answer from me of, Okay, and mm. it helped to move along. It wasn't a, let me put up a road barrier and yeah. question you on every thought process you're having. It was a, all right, let's try it and you know, see what between, happens. Between you and my therapist, once once the ball was rolling, I, I, I was given free pass to wherever this was going to go, it was going to go. And it almost sounds, the way you described it there is almost like when you're, when you're um, doing a quiz and you know that you know the answer, but for some reason you can't remember it right now. And then somebody finally tells you the answer, you go, oh, for fuck's sake. Of course it's that. Yeah, but it's <laughs> said that about 35 years. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. And and you look back and you look at, okay, well, I'm stealing my brother's clothing, right? Mm-hmm. In first grade and I'm smuggling that in. And um, I'm always, it was just so, but everyone, you know, and people are tomboys. Those are absolutely, you know, and I could have been very well, but, and I, I think what threw people off and even for me threw it off for me. And I don't think things are gendered exactly. You know what I mean? But what I was, I love to dance Mm. and I still love dance and I love makeup and I love some stereotypically, but that's my point. But I think that that threw, it wasn't like, okay, well, I'm like, you know, I, I, I'm, and again, I'm not saying you have to be, but I think for other people, it would have been easier if, okay, well, I'm just into muscle cars and, I don't know what I don't know. Like yeah. it's silly, but I think sometimes people just want it to be that obvious. It very rarely is, and it certainly wasn't in my. Yeah, I, I don't think it's that obvious. It's for not for anybody. A cis person. It's not a better label. It's not because that's why it's silly. You go through life, and I liked dance. Hmm. I liked art. These are not very masculine things. Yeah, I like I mean, music. Not it's very silly. Nice. Yeah. silly. It is weird, but we we've created this. I mean, I think that I mentioned in, in the in the podcast that you did um, with Mindset by Dave. I think I mentioned in there that uh, I used. So I'm a, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a self defense and martial arts instructor. You know, I'm that the very kind of. And uh, you were talking masculine. about how the people would and take the self defense classes. Was, yep. Oh no, it was more than that. It was that. So I used to be a manager of a perfume store. Okay. And so yeah, I go. would have on the on the on the de- uh, the desk I would have my cards for my self defense classes and people would see me and there was an assumption made because I was the manager of a perfume store and then see the cards and go oh so who's this I'm like oh it's me and they're like but and it, and it was like a short it. circuit it was, a, it was like it's but, so funny <laughs> and see that's that's why I have always and probably will always hate labels mm. because it does stuff like that I think you're you you yeah. are a Good, you are a good perfume salesman. You are a good karate teacher. Yeah. Although I'm not mean, karate. I like <laughs> stand back, son. It's not karate. Oh, sorry. I'm more, I'm more insulted by that than anything. <laughs> uh, Next thing you're going to tell me you're an MMA champion. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> God, no. 
I was a tournament fighter, but it wasn't MMA. Um, but yeah, not, no, I mean, don't worry. There's a belt for everything in MMA. Oh, you can get well, one. yeah. It's just I like mean, boxing. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, real opinions on why like, boxing got feel, deluded. But that's another like conversation. I feel like we could go day. into my other podcast here. I, um, I was gonna. I have real <laughs> issues. I'm like, if boxing would be far more palatable if it didn't have 92 belts. See, but this, go ahead. This is why it boggles us that people actually want to talk to us because we go off on tangents. <laughs> See, I've said this before. For me, that is the point of a podcast. I hate podcasts <laughs> that I just go, this is, because that's not a fucking podcast. That's an interview. That's, a, that's, that's what that is. Like, I've had people that have literally, when I've asked them to be on a podcast, they've gone, oh, well, have you got a list of questions? I'm like, no. I don't even know what I'm going to ask <laughs> you the first question. Why would I Why would I have a list of questions? That's not a, that's not a podcast. That's me interviewing you. You start the podcast on, well, this is cheese. You end it on, <laughs> well, okay, the color green is actually orange. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you don't get, I, I think a lot of people, this is why I like, um, I, I, fuck, I'm going to go on a tangent. This is why I like, um, there's a show called, um, uh, well, it's on First We Feast, and it's um, the one about um, hot wings. And so they eat hot wings as they interview. Yes, love that show. And they do that specifically, they've said in the past, the reason they do it is so that people aren't thinking straight and they're not having to, because all other interviews go, well, I will answer, answer this way. But when you're, Heads on fire, you're going, oh shit. Uh, so you're not thinking. And that's kind of the point for me is that you shouldn't just be thinking of the best answer because that doesn't open up discussion. It doesn't mean that things get discussed. You know, there's a, a, like at the beginning when you were being far more um, kind of, this is me and I'm not talking for anyone else. The problem with that is, I, I know that's that's just in your head and you're, you're trying to be very respectful, but the problem that happens is that there's not as much of an open chat because you're constantly trying to not say the wrong thing. This is why anyone watching me or has ever listened to me or absolutely if you watch me on Twitch know, yeah, I don't really have a filter. Um, <laughs> so I struggle with, I get you, like, if you've seen us on Twitch, like it's funny because we struggle with filters as my, people. My filter is off. We struggle with filters <laughs> as people. I get hit by him at least once a week. But something we're also I'm like trying to provide a safe space and we know that there are people in our community in particular that are sort of vulnerable and that kind of thing. Mm. So it's tough, but we're still pretty out there yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i'm just a grump i'm i'm the grumpy brit that swears a lot i mean that's basically my my, my moniker on on uh, I'm, a real, I'm as cuddly as a cat he's the cuddly one he's the he's the balance he's the very approachable he's very sociable and i use him as a fucking human bullet shield like i don't i hide behind him in social situations like i don't do that like i'm i'm the and the brains, yeah. I think that's a that's an important thing in general as well. So whatever you're going through, in whatever it is, whether it's sexuality, whether it's um, um, PTSD that we talked about, where, and whatever the hell is going on, there's always somewhere that you can go because you want to have. My community isn't going to be the same as uh, modern poet. It just isn't because I'm far more aggressive positivity as um, jacksepticeye puts it. Um, I will swear at you. I will swear. I will when somebody comes into my chat and is an asshole i'm far more i don't time people out i've had very strict rules if you're an asshole you're gone and i will actively fucking tear you a new one before i press the ban button that's it you're done i want you to listen to my rebuttal and then not have the chance to rebuke because fuck you if you said something that needs you banned so i'm far more on that side and i know that that's not for everyone the same as um there's 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 going to be things that you talk about and the way that you talk isn't going to be for everyone as well absolutely and that's so important and i think anybody listening in terms of if you're for, uh, trans or worried about your sexuality or whatever it is that's you've got to remember that as well like we've said it about pronouns and discussions you are right that, that's the important you are the one yeah. that's right not yeah. any of us 
I'm certainly not fucking right. I never know what the fuck I'm talking about. So you are right. Your your opinion is the one that matters. And that's that's the thing. That's what people need to understand. And actually, has that been something that you've you found has really pissed you off? Because we talked about the idea that a lot of these um, terms have become memes. And obviously there's this, um, I've I've heard this a lot, this kind of pervasive idea that oh, I can identify as this now and I can just identify as a carrot and people take the piss out of it so much. Yes. Um, and like how... What what was your kind of response when you started seeing this happening? Because obviously people it's... Who, people who don't know how to react or how to take things are going to turn it into jokes. Mm. And that, even that one, I'm going to be, I'm going to identify as a carrot now. Yeah. That's, that's a joke. This guy, yeah. whoever said that wasn't really going, I am a carrot. Well, mm. yeah, I think he knows that. But it's done for two reasons. It's they done... don't know how to deal with I'm this being different from I'm a carrot. Well, it's threatening to their own their own position, right? Is my world going to change somehow? Are you threatening the structure, the hierarchy, and the structure that we've created for ourselves socially? Um, you know, it, it, it's it's very very like, strange. It's, Which I think a big part of that is there there are major influences when you're growing up: school, religion, politics, unfortunately, family. All of that back when we were kids there was this way of thinking and that was it and now there's a lot more vastness but you had to change the old way of thinking so you're changing that lifestyle no but you never changed it nothing i don't i'm, I'm not convinced that everything's changed all that much to be honest with you uh slowly but surely i'm with you on it's not even not even i mean I, when i say it's not changed, obviously a lot of things have changed i'm saying it's just that a lot of uh, social media has a lot to do with it yeah a ton right and a lot of people who are threatened by that this are threatened by social media and all the change that's happening around them. uh jojo just came out uh, i want to say just before I Christmas, talking about. Jojo was on Dance Moms. She just came out as as um, non-binary. Okay. Her and her girlfriend just came out as non-binary. It's huge. It's big on the internet, believe it or not. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I had no idea either, so don't worry. Yeah, it's it a is... big name. It's a Disney name, first of all. Ah. And Disney having someone who's coming out is huge. Hmm. It's it's showing that change in Disney, but then you've got the Disney fans who are like, well, why the hell should she be allowed to do that? This is Disney. We don't believe in that. Yeah, it's the big companies trying to get, not trying, the big companies that start to, to change as well, I think that. Are they changing or is it marketing? They well, are being a, forced to change. Even if they're forced and even if it's marketing, at least, yeah, at I, least in my mind, something. at least there's something out there. It's It's showing... It's showing a I don't disagree. Let me let me ask you an honest question. Do you think Chewie would be having her wedding in Disney if Disney was against marriage? I have no idea. I don't want to speak for Chewie. So there's a weird thing when um, when same sex marriage became legal in the UK. Yeah. Um, there was a very very strange um, comment which I still. Do not fucking get. I mean, the guy's an absolute cunt anyway. But this guy, um, so um, it's um, Lord Tebbit, um, who's, yeah, 
you're you're a scumbag if you watched i mean you won't i mean you might even be dead by now i don't know um but basically his response to come out with it was because it was the whole you know you can they changed the line of succession for the monarchy as well which meant it's the firstborn that becomes uh, king or queen not just the first male and all that kind of thing um so his response was, oh, well, this, this will mean that the, 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 the queen could be, um, could be a lesbian and could be married to a, a woman. And you're like, yeah. You ever heard of Mary Antoinette? It's like, I don't quite get what your argument's meant to be. It's a very strange. Yeah, it's a very strange thing. documentary you It's a very strange thing that seemingly there was an argument that wasn't just an, it wasn't an argument. It was a statement that he thought was an argument. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. So what? That's like that's really strange. You worked it out all by yourself. Yeah, exactly. Sunshine. And like, it's really, it's it that's is, the uh, same logic of people who come in and call on our stream and call us gay or the f word or whatever. And yeah. you just want to look at them and go, "Well, your powers of observation are astounding. We just kissed not two yeah, seconds what, what ago." Yeah, what you off? Yes, we well done. Other? Yeah. Whoa. I've, I mean, I've I've had it, and um, I'm very, very, uh, very much confused, and I, a definite American troll who came into um, one once that I, I don't think I had like any viewers, and basically um, uh, used. I won't I won't say it purely because I know it's a slur in America, even though it really isn't here. The F slur, um, and used it and said, well, "What do you think of this?" And I just went, "I think they're really nice um, meat products that you can get in the north of England." Because that's literally what they are because they are so i will say in context faggots are small pork cigarettes balls. yeah, no, yeah they're yeah. small ball they're pork oh, balls. They're, we oh, have two terms balls. so we, we there are two terms oh. here a, a fag is a cigarette, a cigarette okay yeah. but a faggot okay, all right but a faggot is a, a pork ball from the north of england a bit like an and english version no it's I like an, to, I... yeah it's like an english version of a swedish meatball it's like that being, right? being, being a yeah. semi-language fanatic on that one i have to know how they came up with the same well, the two thing words is, is meaning oh yeah well things. the thing is so so obviously fag is a colloquial term for cigarette a faggot is literally the name of the product it is oh okay mainly uh, a product oh god so, i have to have, get some of so that so that's why i, I, I really want some of that now so it's a really weird thing when when um and that's why it's really strange that's why i said i was saying context because when uh, when americans try and use that and i've seen people do it over here against like um like idiot Americans, obviously not just American general, but idiot Americans that try and use it as a slur in the UK, and everyone just going, "You do know that's a food here, yeah? Like <laughs> you're not insulting anyone. You're just saying. I mean, if anything, you're saying that. I mean, I'm vegetarian, but I know a lot of people that like them as a product. They've been around for like a hundred years. I'm like, so basically, what you're saying is that person is delicious. I mean, fair enough. Then maybe there's some issues that you need to deal with. I mean, what the fuck? Those are also <laughs> the same people who go into my DMs threatening me harm, but in a very gay way. Like, yes, it's yeah. really weird to me. Like, oh, I'll, I'll they just you f word. I'm gonna come and I'm gonna fuck you in the ass and all yes. this shit. It's and I'm like, but, but, wait, you're mad at me for being, uh, what is happening in this situation? Yeah. Uh, it's very confusing. It is, it is so weird that the, the <laughs> hate, it's, it seems a visceral hate that just comes from, it, comes it from, doesn't yes. seem to go come from anywhere. And I was going to say actually, because obviously we said about, um, well, I said about Lord Tebbit and uh, you were saying about a potential generational thing. And there's a visceral hate for a lot of people that I would assume comes from some kind of upbringing. Yeah, um, do you think that this, because I I believe that we're all the same generation um, and very similar in ages, 
So you might be a little older than you, I think. I think you're a little bit, but not by much. We're all elder millennials, I think we class as, don't we? Or we're on the cusp. Seven and I'm 40. Okay, so you're an elder millennial, and technically Mr. P is Gen X, but an, yeah. a young, a oh, young, don't like a young Gen X. <laughs> you're a young one. You're a young one. But so, so it, very much, we're all in in yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of area. You know, that kind of um, you, you know, um, exennials. I think is the term. Um, so, do you think it's uh, our our viewpoints are um, interchangeable and able to be more kind of um, uh, malleable because of the fact that we are in that, you know, we we can we will grow up with the stuff as it's moving into Gen Z and the more openness nowadays, and we we will have grown up as social media grew up. We will I would think up, that we are a know. very important link actually mm. between people who I didn't grow up with on a phone, yes. but people who use and use and operate and are comfortable with social media. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? I think we are the stepping stone between people who cannot I, ever remember a life without Twitter or TikTok or whatever. And then people who are just never going to, my mother's never going to get on TikTok. She does go on Facebook, but yeah. for the most part, like our social media is not a big part of her life. I think for, you, for the people our age, we remember it not ever being a thing, but for most of us, it has become a well, big part of life. people our age remember, oh, that's God. all we can think of when we think of internet. Oh yeah, I mean that okay. <laughs> when I when I was waiting to figure out whether I'd got into university or not, that is I had to wait for the dial up and I had to wait for my dad to get off the phone so that I could do it, you know. Yeah, you so had to wait half hour 45 minutes just yeah. to get the connection. My mother yeah. became so addicted to AOL. I say it in no social media, but she doesn't use it in a influencer. It's, it's gaming and gambling. Like my mother uses it for. Yeah. So it's a very different kind of thing, right? Yeah. She doesn't give a shit what's trending on Twitter. Like, you know what I mean? But um, back to what, I, you, what you were asking. Yeah. It's what I said earlier. You were mm. influenced growing up by your schools, your mm. politicians, your social media, your religion. All of these things have now become semi-accepting of the trans and gay community. I said semi. No, but you're really giving a throwing and blanket statement because most religions, like, you know, the uh, the Catholic Church is still very unhappy with trans people. But they come doing, a little bit with gay They are doing people. gay and lesbian marriages, which when we were kids, no. Mm. Not happening. If a priest is doing it, he's throwing the prick out. Here's the positive thing I see. That if people are in a situation where you are in an environment that doesn't approve of things, okay, and you're brought up racist or you're brought up homophobic or all these awful things, it, you have more access to a different viewpoint. Yeah. It is far harder to keep people, I think, locked in an ideology. That being said, it's far easier to find people and get them to a bad ideology. Yes, that, is, that is true. But, I know, see, that this is... is where it becomes what i said those things growing up he's trying to say oh i'm sorry no no no, yeah go please go ahead please go ahead the the more accepting that these things are becoming the more the newer generations will accept it yeah it's it's a mix of everything is i mean i think social media social media has has helped a a lot a lot of people from again it's more anecdotal than anything else but i know of uh, of a lot of stories of social media being the literal lifeline for a lot of um people when it comes to their sexuality because um because of the the area that they're in 
um, yeah. whether yep. it's very conservative or whatever, just will not accept Takes who they are. Them. Whereas the rest of, of the world, in our community like that. Yeah. So the rest of the world just goes, we don't give a fuck. You can be who the hell you want. And yep. it is, I mean, it's it's really weird because I, in my head, the UK has always accepted, because I don't know, it's maybe, it's weird because I, I, I'm very kind of fluid in terms of my generation, I think, and my viewpoints, um, because my parents were born in the Second World War. Um, but I have brothers and sisters who are, you know, boomer, Gen X, everything else. And so, and then I, I, st I still go to university. I, I instruct in universities. And so I interact with Gen Z a lot. So I'm quite fluid in how I think about it. So in my mind, the UK has always been um, quite, you know, we've always had gay marriage. That's just been a thing. And then I'm, I'm like, actually, no, Adam, that didn't come in until 2014. Like when you think of it, it's like, what the fuck? Like it took until 2014 yep. for, for a conservative government, which is, I mean, I, I would say it's like Republicans, but it's not because the Democrats are far right to anyone in the UK. So it's very different political viewpoints, but it took the right, the, the right wing of the UK to finally make it into something in 2014, um, which I think also points out something because much as there's hate and there's a lot of reasons to hate that party in the uk it still meant there were people in that party that did vote for that and if you go back 20 years like not that much they 20 years, years, not a chance they just would that would not have, i mean that person i spoke of lord tebbit is a conservative he's from that party um so i mean and that was his viewpoint you know this is going to seem unrelated, but it's not. I have a long history of the band Queen. Like, like I just know a lot about the like lighting, like the level of lighting rigs on certain tours, that kind of level. Um, it's funny how America sees England because uh, you guys have a show called Coronation Street, right? Yep. Okay. Snoop Dogg loves it. <laughs> uh, apparently it's great, but the Queen had a song, I Want to Break Free, okay? Yep. That was the, they never had another hit in America again. Do you want to know why? Because Americans were offended because they did a video in drag. <laughs> it absolutely, and I'm not surmising oh, that the band will tell you that. They didn't until the No, 80s. they never toured in America Oh, toured. I thought you said hit. I and was going to say, they had, had hit. No, they didn't. They never had another hit in America. Never. You want to question me on that? I'm not questioning <laughs> you, but I could swear Bohemian Rhapsody got gold from Wayne's World. That's a, that's a, that's a, that doesn't count. That's like a re-release. The point being is uh, that's how puritanical Americans are. Is yeah. we love a rock band. Oh, you're a bunch of it's because you it, they and they, yeah. of course the, the the humor went right over their heads right because they don't know what the fuck coronation street is i grew up on <laughs> betty hill so i fucking loved it they don't get, they, <laughs> like camp drag humor does not work here <laughs> like well in a lot of america anyway the midwest you, you that are part, correct. it does not work you are correct yeah it it's and work. it's it's you saying that is so weird because next to one of the universities so where i where i live the city i live in there's four universities next to the second biggest um literally next door to the student union building there is a nightclub that every tuesday has um a thing called glitter bomb and it's uh, it's for um if it's for everyone they have drag there every week oh no give me oh, no. wrong we yeah. have drag too we have yeah it's not that it's yes. 
it's on the puritanical right okay. you say, know what i mean like on the on a we live in rhode island and they make a huge show oh, no, there's, there's grad bingo mm. and there's all sorts of there, stuff there's gay pride parade every so year I, mean, I just wanted to make the point that america is still struggling with this but very that's, puritanical that's what i was route. saying yeah. that's what i was saying about your your po- politicians your religion your school you're growing up teaching you back in the 60s you wouldn't have had a gay pride parade down in the center of Providence. Yeah, well you had one in the 70s 70s they did that's yeah. when it and then well, actually the late 60s you had them too but my point is teaching people it's okay kind of yeah it's opened a it up mix. to a future gen yeah i think it, it comes from so many different things of a cultural mix between countries as well because I, I always i always find it really strange that America is a, a republic that pushes a religion, and the UK is a religious state um, um, country that almost no one is religious in. So it's like we have. We you have know the funny thing: a lot of Americans <laughs> think it's dumb English, and in reality, you guys are more progressive than we could ever think of. Yeah, I mean, this could be a very much. Um, yeah, let's unintentional it. America bash. So let's not go down that road because with yeah, my oh, voice, well, it really won't sound. Don't right. worry, we'll get it on that. <laughs> we, we can bash ourselves very easily. <laughs> we don't, we'll just leave it in America. We don't get it. Although okay. I still love Dick Van Dyke. Sorry, we don't. We, we, Dick we, Van Dyke, we, as long as Dick Van Dyke isn't doing an English accent, no, I'm fine that's what he's making fun of. Yeah, well, I mean, I, yeah, that's just that thing is terrible. <laughs> but it's <Yeah>. very poppins. <laughs> yes, yeah, brilliant. I mean, yeah, you've got to love that. I mean. Yeah, it's 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 just strange. It is a very strange um, thing because I don't know. In terms of how people deal with um, their progression, in terms of of um, sexual identities and everything like that, it is it does seem to be a mix of how countries have become amalgamated, how they trade, how they interact with different things. I mean, the UK uh, was part of the EU, and so it it dealt with a lot of other countries in mainland Europe and those that are in mainland Europe. isolationism is a biggest well, issue. It yeah. was this, this idea as well is, was the idea that we, we traded, but we also effectively traded culture. You know, it was because there was freedom of movement. We were allowed to go and live, work um, and study anywhere in that, um, in those countries without any issue. There was no need for, for anything, you know, you, in mainland Europe, you could walk from one country to the other because you were in that union. Um, you didn't have to have some kind of visa, for instance. Um, so it allowed cultures to, to mix. And so when when one or two countries progress, you progress with it. And it, it allowed that, I think, um, thing for, for specific areas. But then you can move into other countries that are just outside that actually they've now put in laws that push it back. It's, it's very strange because there seems to be a lot of pushback um, against progression. I'm thinking specifically in American terms of Nebraska, um i don't know if because in nebraska they've just put in laws that basically um prohibit any transgender um oh i thought that was arkansas oh it, it, well it, the the time i heard about it was in, in nebraska so it, i could believe it in either one of those states it, it could be more than one it could be more than yeah, one. yeah no, both of those states would be on the list of culprits yeah <laughs> well i know i know the other day i think it was literally only a few days ago there was um a a girls team a girls um football and i'm not even gonna apologize for that it's football um a girls football team was, was stopped from playing 
because one of them quote, I had to unquote, put it together in my head for yeah, a yeah. second. <laughs> yeah, 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 got it. So one of them quote Wait, unquote smaller oh, soccer. Smaller soccer. Go, okay. Go. Yeah. So so one of the people in the team quote unquote looked like a boy. And so the entire team were thrown out of the tournament. They were eight. Wait, wait, wait. That's Just because the, they looked not, they didn't yeah. even test to see or you're anything. Getting, well, no, no, that's not. So the test is, so the test is that you need to prove that you're not physically. So that law effectively asks underage children to so prove. Yeah. So, so to steal so a they phrase, they would. want you to whip them out and slap them on the desk in order to yeah. prove who you are? Yeah. And this was an eight-year-old girl who, because they had a short haircut, they basically just went, well, you look like a boy, so they banned the No, that's not traumatizing. But if they said to an eight-year-old boy, whip it out, I want to see it, they would be arrested. Yeah. It's just, it's, and that's, it's a pushback against the whole it's idea the, of transgender the... in, in, inclusion. But the, yeah, there's all sorts of pushbacks in America. Yeah. I mean, we ha- look at the reaction we had to having a black president. Like, you know what I mean? Like eight years of I mean, there was a huge I, reaction I can to say that. We so, have our first female football coach. Yeah, I, there's progress, but any, you're going to see progress and you're going to see things like that happen. Yeah, and it's, I mean, how- There, there was a lot actually on the books here to ban trans people from using bathrooms. Hmm. This was this year or last year? No, I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. It was recent. It was recent. And yeah. I mean, it, it got voted down, but it's like you the actually want to ban it. someone from using the bathroom? Yeah. You know what I find? I find so strange about those kind of laws is that the first time, and even in terms of anywhere in the world, the very first time the idea of a um, an open use bathroom ever came into my my field of vision was Ali McBeal. Which was an American TV Oh, show I'm very in the 90s. familiar. We're very familiar with that. Oh, no, I mean, for anyone, because there's. Gen- oh, oh Gen Zers, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. There's sorry. plenty of Gen Zers who literally weren't born when it ended. Um, Weird, but, creeping, dancing baby there. Yeah. yeah. So, so they literally had a. And an, it was a. It was a. You know, I, I've forgotten the term now, but it was a gender, a gender neutral. There you go. It was a gender neutral bathroom. That was for everyone. Everyone, everyone used it, and it was. Yeah, it's oh, called the bathroom in your house, by the way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this was a, this was a law firm. It was a law firm um, on an American TV show where they just went, "Well, yeah, everyone uses it." Like it was, and it was never. It was never mentioned as a weird thing. At least I don't where remember. Where I work, they had a one bathroom. Mm. All right, bunch of operators, one bathroom stall doesn't matter. They made them build a separate bathroom. Because one female came to work, it's like, but she can close the door, lock the door in the stall. Well, I suppose on that one, I suppose that would come down to whether she was comfortable. I suppose that's the issue there. But I mean, in in terms of in terms of having it as a somewhere that everyone can use, why can't it be? As you say, it's the 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 bathroom in your house. Yeah, is gender neutral. You don't you don't go. Oh, I'm sorry, this is only for men between these uh, age. Yeah. these these. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you just don't do it. That's some urinals hanging around. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's fucking weird. The idea that we have to do it now. A lot of universities uh, in the UK have got better. The local universities here have far more gender neutral um, toilets, so it's you know that's that's kind of become a thing. But the idea that people still that this weird idea that I keep hearing of oh well, it will mean that people identify as something else so they can go go in there and keep it. I'm like. I'm sorry. If that per- if there's a person that exists where their response is to pretend, that motherfucker's a creepy enough bastard they anyway. They're gonna do something, something anyway. Else. Yeah. Like, 
That is nothing to do with someone being no. a, a, a pervert in any way. That's just someone being a fucking disgusting human being. Yeah. And the problem is, I think for a lot of it is people have overlapped the two. And it's yes, just big time. And very, very incorrectly, by the way. Somehow oh, yeah, there's some been. perversion about me wanting to piss at Denny's. I don't know what's happening. Uh, mm. And it's worse for trans women. Let me just be clear about that. It's worse for trans personally, women. Personally, having cleaned both, I'd much rather go in a woman's room. They're a lot cleaner. Uh, I got to say, I, I was, that's <laughs> funny <laughs> things about being trans is that I, women's rooms are gross, but honestly, they're not as gross as men's rooms. And I, I miss that one sort of thing about being out. Um, it, it was weird for me to go, like, go in and see people with their genitalia, like out, like, you know what I mean? Going yeah. to the bathroom. I've never been the around that. You're not supposed to look. <laughs> yes. I never one stool away. <laughs> one, one thing away. <laughs> one urinal. I never, and obviously I don't use a nerd urinal. I'm a recumbent urinator, but. It's a funny, like, you know, for me, I'm like, I, you know, if I were looking, if there's dicks, it's go time, right? Like, that's the only time I'm encountered with penises. I mean, a, for for but, me, you know, that took a while for me to get. Oh, yeah. I mean, for, from my perspective, American bathrooms are creepy as fuck anyway. You have a slit in the door so you can look in. That's yes. weird as fuck. That's yep. weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait, wait. What, do, wait, do your bathrooms look different? No yeah, one else in the you world has that. Where you hang, there's like a gap. Well, yeah, that you right. can look through to see if someone's using the bathroom. Can't you just look for feet? Yeah, well, uh, no, in, in Europe, UK, those don't exist. No, in, in nowhere else in the world I know them exist because you have a lock and it just it just goes red. So if it's red, someone's yes. in there. It's kind and of if simple. It's green, it's open. <laughs> oh, you kind of like see us going to the bathroom. But that, that, yeah, well, exactly. I mean, I find <laughs> that the fact that people go, "Oh, well, people are going to change it to look at each other." You can look at each other already. Right, in those yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's not a Definitely, new thing. Yeah. It's a weird thing. Definitely, I mean, I just yeah. the whole trust discussion. me. Most people are not looking in those cracks. <laughs> I will say though, the other thing I had to get used to, and I obviously I don't do it because um, but if uh um going like a gym membership, like I'm a like because I'm not gonna take a group like. Women get their own stalls in shower rooms. Oh no, right? guys have a group shower. I've never been in a group shower, so there are things to get used don't to. Like UK. I'm, I'm never. Uh, you don't have group showers in the UK? No, it's separated out. Oh, we Good. actually have group. No, yeah. they get thrown in there like Lord of the Flies. Like Only in school. Only in school you have that. In gyms you <laughs> don't have that. I'm hoping that it's like that here because I want to get a gym membership, uh, last, and I do not want I can to tell you, the last gym I went to, it was just like the high school ones. There's like 10 different nozzles. You go, you push the button. Everything's out in front of everybody. Yeah, I'm not doing that, obviously. So. Oh, that, that's, and that's actually a point as well. Like simple things like gyms are unintentionally yep. quite traumatizing. You, you've yeah. got that, you know, yep. and I think that's, that is something... Um, it's probably uh, important mentioning that there's 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 stuff that people won't think of that actually is traumatizing so as much hell. stuff you don't think of whereas someone who's non-trans could just go to the after this gym go take a shower go to work yeah someone who is has to go okay i have to How work out then this? drive yeah, home take a shower get redressed or time it or go super early in the morning when there's nobody there if i want to take a shower or don't take a shower you know um, especially, or just simple things like when I go swimming, it is very, very obvious that I've had top surgery, right? I have a big scar that goes right from armpit all the way to other armpit. 
Um, so it's very, you know, it's quite obvious that I've had something, yeah. you know, so all these things, like you just, these little mundane activities that you don't, there's so many little things that you don't think of, um, that when you get as a trans person, or yeah. I just, you just don't. I think it's, it's important for, uh, and the reason for doing this, this podcast as well, is that people realize that, um, because I think so much of it seems to be on, we're going to find a way that. Um, trans people are trying to push into something where actually it's important for I, I think um for for cis people and everyone else to just realize that a lot of the time just living is a it's nightmare because it's, yeah, yeah if there's so much stuff that you're just gonna go well why don't you just do this well I can't because of this you know and you, you just don't think about it there's, there's no if way for you were someone like me who hasn't in my living estate I'm just starting to legally change my name and because it costs a lot of money um, so I've had situations where people don't know me. I go to, uh, I went to renew my driver's license and they called my name. And of course I got up and me trying to convince people that, yes, I am this very overtly female name. Cause my dead name is pretty, it mm. would not be considered a male name at all. Mm. And, uh, you know, me trying, so like at this point, I'm arguing with people that, yeah, this is who I am. Like, just these certain things every day. Like if I, if I, you know, what did I do the other day? I did something. Oh, oh I had to show my pharmacy. Oh, calling the pharmacy for medications. All these things that you don't think of. Call, mm. Calling the pharmacy. I have to use his dead's name, his dead name, which in my mind sets it back a little. Yeah. And I have to correct myself and go, no, okay, I'm doing this because of this. And remind myself not to use the wrong pronouns as we were discussing earlier because i just use the feminine name so and we've <laughs> there's pharmacies pharmacists have discretion if they decide i'm not okay with transgender people they, they don't they have just to fill you fill that's 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 mindful i had to when i had to switch pharmacies i actually had to make we were trying to go to one and i couldn't because they wouldn't fill it Yes, yeah, not because your choice. Because the though. ID for a dead I, name for the dead name is feminine. feminine. So, so they were like, you don't belong. If you're presenting on an this. ID, that's not you. You know what's really weird is because in my head, I'm just thinking of if somebody had tried to do that to uh, in my head of someone that has a very feminine name. So um, there's um, it, in the UK we used to have a very it's they tried to bring it back and it's not as successful but we used to have a very big <coughs> wrestling pro wrestling um group in the UK it was a very kind of love pro wrestling can we just yeah, say so we was... love Simon Miller from what culture he's like my favorite I don't know he's a British <laughs> guy on the internet if you're not into wrestling he's just the, he's I, the I'm a wrestling fanatic so oh so yeah. I don't know if you've seen the old school kind of 80s and 90s English wrestling it's very different it's very oh, yeah yeah so very specific so do you remember um Big Daddy yes Big Either, Daddy, I do you know Big know. Daddy's real name? No. Not a clue. Shirley. Really? Shirley Crabtree Jr. That's that's his real name. And I just, I, to me, I find it fascinating because if um, would a pharmacist go, well, your name can't be Shirley, would they have dared to say that to someone like him? If, the, if their issue is your name is too feminine... Okay, say it to that big fucker over oh, there. Oh no, they had a moral <laughs> issue with the. Oh no, yeah, they... I, I realize. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm but... sure what they're doing is actually shrouding their their, their bullshit and yes. their bigotry under yeah. under semantics. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Exactly. Yeah, which um, I mean, in honesty, you couldn't pay me to have any of those jobs because if you give the wrong drug to the wrong person, you're getting screwed. 
So technically, if your ID don't look like you, I can understand. No, 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 that's not. But no, that's not what it was. It was in this case, it was this, a little more bigotry it was, to it. In my and opinion. they are just allowed to say it's the same thing with like the morning after pill, and uh, kind of they're just allowed to say I refuse this on moral grounds. Some of yep. them won't even fill birth control. Yeah, see that just. That cannot happen here. They would be, they'd be, they'd be. Most, I've never out. heard of anybody only, not filling birth only control. Recently, that tends to happen in the South. Only not recently the, has it become a law that they cannot reject testosterone and estrogen. It's only recently that this has become a law. I don't know. Originally, they could turn it down. Uh, prisons could turn it down. Schools could turn it down. Now they cannot. If a doctor is prescribing it, they must make it available to the person. Now they're trying to just crack down on doctors prescribing it. Like it's yeah. just, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's that was the discussion between yourself and, and your doctor. You know, that's that's it's your right to then do it because of it. So why is somebody else telling you otherwise? It's a weird. Like thing. I said, I've only had that one hiccup, but most of the time I've been very, very fortunate. Yeah, we, we've had some very nice people taking yeah, care of us. We have. Yeah. So you've, you've 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 been quite lucky in it, even though, as we said, even some day to day simple things can be a kind of. Uh, not not even even if it's not um aggressively a, a hit for you it's still that kind of oh i've got to deal with this shit again it's oh, yeah very much so yeah like every time i gotta go somewhere or i gotta call somebody and like what's your name okay well you know i got you know this voice and whatever it's like a and every time i have to use my old name which is why i'm fucking fixing it it's just hmm. like it, it also who is this i don't like, even recognize this person uh, anymore when we first moved here hmm Becky was very afraid to be out in public holding hands. Now, not so much because it's taken a long time to accept it and realize, hey, we're going to do it no matter what, so screw you. But I don't think there's that many who would do anything to us either. But in your head, you're going to go, well, this has happened to other people. Yeah. And it's been deadly to people. Yeah. So you kind of hide in that. I don't, but some people can. And I've had moments of being tentative, but yeah. Hmm. The the whole the whole thing is just so it's so it's 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 baffling. I think a lot of it is just so baffling of why people feel the need to give a shit. I, that's I think that's yeah, I that's for me, that's that's the biggest thing. I do not understand why. I can't imagine being invested in some other people's shit. I don't understand how you know what I mean. I can't. I, yeah. I personally don't understand how it's anybody's business. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I don't go up to someone, hey, do you sleep with your wife doggy style? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you it's don't... not my business. Yeah, well, it's 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 like it's it's almost like because you, you get it with a, I, I know a lot of times online, like I've seen people respond to it of, of, uh, when you have a lesbian couple and they go, well, which one's the man or which one's the woman? And things like this. <laughs> We're both women. And, and you just kind of go, do you go up to um, a male and and a female couple and go no, um, who do, goes on top? Yeah do, yeah, do you do you peg your husband? Like you don't say it, do you? You don't fucking ask. So Exactly. It's who the fuck cares? Like you're you're not involved. This isn't a fucking dogging session. You're not in that. You're not part that, of that. Like That's probably been the second most question I've been asked besides am I leaving him? Is well, does he does he it have is, a penis? I have to say that I have to say that for some reason when you are transgender, it somehow your sex life becomes just open but open open season. I don't know how that happens. Now I don't care. I am hmm. very open. I I'm be I'm telling people I don't have bottom surgery. 
I don't know that I'm ever going to be able to get it or that kind of thing. I'm very open. I am, in, you know, I'm probably in the minority, okay? So, like, asking trans people when they're going to get a penis is a bad idea, even if it's supportive, by the way. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. But the amount of people that think, all right, well, now my sex life is open season is just baffling. It would be like me going up to you and going, okay, what's your social security number? Well, that's yeah. none of your fucking business. Yeah. It's it's weird. Why why it's it is baffling. It's, never it's, asked so, this before. Yeah. it's so strange. And that's I think that's why I wanted to, to have a discussion more on, on on trans and everything else, because it's it seems, as you say, for some reason there's a specific thing in people's head that separates trans and i mean and that's not to say that anybody that has that is of any other um sexuality or anything is is you know any less or different or anything everyone has their own um their own yeah issues but it's just that in the news and a lot in people's um kind of general discourse at yeah. the moment we've, we've talked it's been out there you know like i say this thing in nebraska i'm, I'm pretty sure it's nebraska was like three days ago so it's, it's jk it's, rowling being very open on or twitter on her opinions uh is a whole nother thing uh i have my own opinions on that situation but i i, I i'm not a doctor but I, i'm i'm not going to be the least bit surprised if she herself is transgender and cannot accept herself otherwise i don't understand the level of vitriol you have for something that doesn't pertain to you whatsoever it's a weird thing that I think some people are just brought up with it. It's like uh, it's like I've seen with a lot of um, former racists that talk about their their time in racism that they just they did not know there was something else. Like it's not, and, and like they had no idea of an i like the thought that you would intermingle. They're, they're like it's it's so weird hearing from people that are stuck in that that kind of that that box that they just they've been brought up by a family that just will not accept another way you know what i think the most disturbing thing about rawlings is is she's got two characters that she announces as gay and lesbian mm. well, she's a lesbian and she comes out against everybody no she's reason. a lesbian she has a problem with transgender people and doesn't believe that transgender is exists mm. Basically, I, I just don't. Understand and I really, her. again, I'm I, not a doctor. I just wouldn't be surprised one day if this was an issue of self-acceptance. It's, it's, it, she's, she's on the same level as Ben Shapiro, which means fucking idiot that speaks fast and um, doesn't understand anything. And yeah. Ben, Ben, I'm, you're never going to see this, but if you think you want to debate, fucking bring it on <laughs> happily. Um, I won't run away from any fucking question because I'll no, I won't answer. either. You can ask uh, me that's, anything. That's one thing about us. We yeah, love we debate. Oh no. Well, I mean, the, so the, if you're going to come at us, come oh, at us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, what do well, I have to lose in this situation? I don't, I don't care. My celebrity, my <laughs> money. Like what the fuck? Like, oh, no. The the thing I always say, and I always make this joke, is that Ben Shapiro speaks very fast and says nothing. However, I say a lot of things, but I can also speed up my voice so that I can do this as well. So I can go faster than you, Ben. So that's fine. Um, <laughs> we can go on your level. It won't fucking put me off. And because that's so I think a lot of these arguments, and especially from people like Ben Shapiro, they have they use some kind of trickery in linguistics, in um, the way they put something forth to make you think they're right. And if you can speed up your voice, as Ben Shapiro does, it makes him sound authoritative because you he's saying things with authority that you can't on anything and be completely wrong. Yep. And uh, yep. if, but if the meter of your voice, the meter, the pattern, all these things yep. matter. It's, it's the same reason you have British villains in American films, because we have a voice that to, to an American audience and to many others sounds like we're some kind of evil genius. 
It, we are it's, it's subconscious you're to going us. to be we, able to manipulate us we assume you're smarter we are dumber and yeah. poorer yeah. you're it's, smarter yeah, it's and richer yeah yeah we, it's what, it's what, i, I yeah. just assume subconscious. i do it honest to god i do it i hear that accent and subconsciously you just sound smarter than i do yeah it's it's like, a weird <laughs> it's a weird thing and it's it's that thing that a lot of people try and make that out like you have more only, money too like you, you <laughs> it's also, weird you, you have very cheap houses in America, more, so you know. <laughs> words, but we use a lot more abbreviations and slang. Oh, that depends on where you are and the generation. Because I think if you're a roadman, which will not make any sense to any Americans, but the Brits out there, roadmen. Um, so it's a very kind of it's a specific kind of subculture for younger for younger guys who, if they speak almost in, in entirely in the way that they would speak, we won't understand them. There is, so. <laughs> I mean, not every American can, I can hear more nuance than a lot of them. Like, I can hear that the Beatles, like that liver, liver, what is it, Lilliputlian, that's Lilliput? what they call it. The Scouse accents, that, that kind of fucking thing there, the Scouse accents, yeah. <laughs> you know, that doesn't scream as, like, rich to me and evil geniusy is like, well, no, you, that's... Sound, you sound more rich <laughs> and evil genius Well, this is, this is the thing I was saying about um, toxic masculinity earlier, and I, so this is, my voice has actually changed to make it more bland. So if you go back a few years, I sound a bit more posh. Um, so, but posh. this is, this is- received <laughs> Even that word into, gets me. Yeah. yeah but it, this Whereas is, we would say a little more snooty, you go with posh. Well, snooty, snooty is not a posh word. Um, snooty is, is you know, anyway, we won't go into class because that's actually a- okay. <laughs> Like, um, so there's a weird it's um it's a weird thing that i have that uh, sort of beginning i have a voice that to uh, a lot of people is a received pronunciation so i am one of those people that if i was an actor i would potentially get that kind of job so it is weird that i could do that and it's like i say i could do that but if there's a scouser that wants to get a job or wants to talk about um you know sexuality and transgender we won't believe him because of the fact he talks like this so if I say so, so it's the weird thing of like, if I say, um, well, this is this is true and this is right and you should believe me, then people will. But if a scouser goes, no, this is fucking true. You should believe every fucking word I'm saying. Then people go, well, God, no, 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 no. We won't listen to that voice. And it is weird that we allow that linguistics rather than listening to someone's story, rather than listening to what they're saying, rather than yeah. listening to the facts. Yeah. We just are automatic response. I don't like the way that person sounds. Now, don't get me wrong. I am a snob. I know that I listen to someone's voice and there's an immediate thing in my head, but oh, I override yeah. it. I over fucking ride I def- it. I try, yeah. But there's like definitely even, that. Even within, like, if you have a Boston accent, you're considered higher no, up. No, no, Kennedy accent. No, you're not. Yes, you are. You're no, considered to have more intelligence. No, you're not. You absolutely can sound less. The, Nobody is listening to... In fact, they made a point of it at Goodwill Hunting. We all sound like low rent trash. And, and Kennedy, look, if you go back and listen to Kennedy, it is cringeworthy to listen to him talk. And I think when you're looking at it, a, a guy from Texas who has the drawl versus a guy from Boston who has that, they're proper, both, but they both they're going to look at each other differently. Yeah, they're going to look at each other differently, but their assumptions on the opposite side of a coin, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you you also listen to your own accent and believe it more, and it is it is weird, and we shouldn't have. It shouldn't That's why be. all local ads are done with people with very thick local. At least, in, I'm sure it's a global thing too. But in America, if you like go to a lo- if you hear a local car ad, is a very good example of it. 
they yeah. almost always have someone with a very exaggerated version of your own accent. Mm. Which is, it's, that's very difficult to do here because if you move down the road 10 miles, there's a different accent. Um, like it's very, there's so many more accents. It's quite strange when people go, oh, it's an English accent. I'm like, which one? <laughs> I like, I'm from West Sussex. Oh, yeah, and I know I if know I go down the road. More, but I think oh, yeah. that we, yeah, we it's definitely strange. Dr. It's very, it's very difficult. Me. But yeah, I mean, the, the, the point I was making is, so we end up, we shouldn't be pushed by, the people that are using these voices and using this kind of things are the people that want to push people down a lot of the time. They are people that, like J.K. Rowling, like Ben Shapiro, like Jordan Peterson, they are those people that are just going to go, nope, actually there's something wrong with you. And you're going, no, just because you're a public figure, just because you speak in a certain cadence, whatever you want to do, that is not, you're not anything special. And actually, like I said before, it's whatever you, whatever you are, whatever you believe yourself to be, and you actually say, no, this is me, then you're right. That's it. It's, you're right. Yeah. I, doesn't matter what anyone else says. Does not matter what anyone else says. You are right. End of. Um, I think we've kind of gone around the house a few times there. Uh, was yes. there anything else that you wanted to kind of say, but just to kind of wrap up before we um, kind of signed off? No, I think we've, I mean, pretty much covered everything. I just, um, you, I mean, what we always do, you're valid. You have worth as a person, you know, no matter what. Uh, you are more than the actions of your worst day, but you should take, you need to take responsibility for what you do as well. And those are just the try, ways that I try to live and try, we try to encourage people. And as far as the trans thing, um, I try to be aware every day of how lucky I am to have a supportive spouse and that sort of thing. Um, I would, if I could, not that I'm in a position to give advice, but I'll go ahead and do it anyway. Uh, I would tell you to be within yourself if you can, and that the people's reactions are not necessarily accurate of what you are. Mm. Um, and they're often more a reflection of what other people are, which is hard to remember sometimes when you're already in a, in a massive transition physically and emotionally. And also, I would like to say to the people out there that there's medical reasons or there's reasons that you can't use testosterone or you or in my testosterone case, or estrogen, or you can't have surgery, or it doesn't make you any less valid, okay, as a trans person. I think that's huge to tell people, because I think that there's a lot of gatekeeping that happens in the community of, well, you don't, you know, you're not, you don't look like this, so you aren't trans, and there's an awful lot of reasons why, and none of it's really your fucking business. (laughs) So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, was there anything you wanted to say, Mister P? Just yeah, I couldn't have said it better than that. Yeah, I mean, it's Jesus. really none of your fucking business. I mean, <laughs> not to be rude, but it's thing, not. As a spouse of someone who's gone through it, people are going to say shit to you. It's because they're scared. Mm. Don't let them get in your head. Yeah. You yeah. be you, and let them be them. They want to think that way. You can't change their mind. Don't let it affect your mind. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're you. I mean, I think we've all three kind of gone with the, the same ideas. There is you are who you are. There's no, there's nothing that they can say that's going to change you. Um, they might, their words are there specifically to try and hurt you. 
That, and I would also just do. really just use the labels in a positive way. Use them to help yourself understand you. Use them to help yourself educate other people about you. But don't get stuck in them. Don't use them to be exclusionary to other people. That, that's the best way I ever heard that. Because honestly, that like I said, I, I tried to join the community and got felt very shunned. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's that thing. Of, don't shun people. Yeah, yeah, those those whatever labels that you want to use, they're the labels that you want to use. They're yeah. your label. You want to label yourself, do that labeling. If you don't want to, don't. It's entirely up to you. It's not down to someone else. Yes. Someone else trying to gatekeep whether they're whether they're part of the community or whether they're cis, whatever the fuck they are. Yeah. Um, it's your choice. You are you, they're not. So these should be tools for people to help themselves navigate around the around a new identity or a new or life. They're not, they shouldn't be tools of oppression. Yeah, exactly. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for, for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having thank us. You for having us. Oh, we've, we've no, no, I mean, I think, like I say, we've gone around the house a few bits, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. that's that's what I think a podcast should be. And yep. I, I'm, I hopefully anyone that's listening, again, if you um, want to get in contact, either of us, the Twitch for both of our channels is below, as well as um, the my website with the resources. So there's the resource page, go straight on there. If you're from the UK, you can find it immediately on that page. If you're not at the top, worldwide link you can find and you can find someone to talk to and i will say that i found out the other day that the uk if you can't find someone in your own country the uk lines do accept calls from outside there was oh someone, i didn't know I, that it's good to know yeah someone the other day i think they're from bulgaria um something like that rang into a british helpline and they got help as well and, so, and i learned this stuff. recently uh 999 in your case 911 in our case they will connect you to somebody who can help you Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They will do because it's it's that idea that you're in you're if you're in real need of something that they it's 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 better for them because it's to be fair for the, for them it's they don't know what they're they're doing in terms of that so it's better for them to put yeah. you through to someone that does so yep yeah 100%. thank you very much thank and, you for having us yep, and we will see everyone next week I am I believe we'll be um, talking to Dr um, Joel Schwartz next week about autism um, so thank you everyone for joining us and uh, we will see you here thanks everyone <laughs> cheers. <laughs>